This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We have a guest. Yes, we do. You know how there's people that we have on the show that we say are Renaissance men? Yeah. I would say she is the female equivalent, yes. given, the, given the wealth of things that I'm learning about her. Um, and, and a lot of it has to do with you. So would you do the honors of bringing on My goodness, Ms. Mitchell? You don't know where to start. I mean, she joined us for the Scoreboard Show Friday night because she, she was taking a Friday night off really? from, from officiating. Okay. So she had time to be bothered with me and Chris Parker. We had, we had <laughs> Talk about somebody losing a bet. Yeah, I know, really. You know, <laughs> she's stuck with us. But she's up this morning, and uh, my goodness, she's done practically everything you can do in the sport of football, um, except for drive the bus, I guess. But, but, but you know, she may end up doing that, too. Uh, Candace Mitchell, good morning. Welcome to the Weekend Mornings with Sam and Greg on Sports Candace, Radio. Candace, good National. morning. How you doing? Good morning, fellas. Uh, Greg, I put your check in the mail. Thank you for all that those nice words. Oh, listen, I wasn't done because <laughs> I didn't. I figured Sam had, you know, he knew you a little bit better, so I had to come up with a really good introduction. You want to hear the one I had for you? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's, let's hear this. Okay, born and raised in Southwest Atlanta, I grew up in a family of educators, coaches, and athletic administrators. It was natural for Candace to grow up as an athlete. Very competitive in track field, basketball, and back in the day, listen, she has got story after story to tell you. So yeah. we welcome her onto the show. We just don't know where to start. As Sam, how was that for an intro? Did you like that one? Give that man a raise. Yeah. This ain't your average idiot you're dealing with here. And, and on top of everything else, forget about all of that. What you do have that cuts through all of the other stuff and connects with our audience is you are a football mom. Yes, I am a football mom. Yes, yes. Talk, talk about that, though, because people talk about, you know, football, and we do talk here about safety and, and, and things of that nature. And maybe, you know, maybe there's some moms that uh, steer away from their, their, their kids wanting to play. You are a mom. And, and, and speak to that because, you, you know, obviously you, you, you know, you're uh, very much supportive of your sons, but you taught them to play the game and be safe and to protect themselves. Your thoughts about that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I know that a lot of parents out here have a lot of apprehension about getting their kids involved in football. Um, we hear so much lately in the news about 
CTE and the concussions and, you know, all the different injuries that are associated with tackle football. I mean, football itself, it's a, it's a violent sport. But there's also that piece that's so important about educating parents and coaches and kids on playing the game safe. You know, so I think that we have a responsibility as um, coaches and administrators to spread the educational piece part, um, making sure that coaches are certified. You've got coaches going out there teaching, you know, heads up how to tackle, you know, things like that to keep the kids safe. And, um, and then I think that that helps parents make informed decisions about getting their kids involved and then there are ways about you know bringing them in um, through different pathways um, having them start off with flag you know the the non-contact piece and then just building upon that until the kids feel more comfortable and the parents feel more comfortable to moving them to the next level. And I've seen some kids out there with the helmets are bigger than their bodies. And I'm just like, Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> like, like bobbleheads at the park. That's kind of the fun part though. I always call it the running helmets. Yeah, the helmets running up and down the field, a little stuff underneath it, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 But you know, yeah, you gotta get, you gotta educate parents, you know, um, who, who are a little bit apprehensive about that. Yeah, yeah. Spending time with Candace Mitchell, just talking football, just as interesting football life. And I don't know where else to, to. I want to go, but let's talk about what you have done. There's an officiating shortage um, for, for 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 all sports, really. Uh, but you you your love for football led you to put on the stripes. What made you decide right. to do that? The other things you've done in the game. You know, it's something that I've always wanted to do. Um, I've always admired uh, officials, you know, whether it be football or or any other sport, um, because I think that a lot of times they don't get the credit that they deserve. And so officially taking that step to to do it myself, it's everything and more. Um, a lot of people don't know the work that goes on behind the scenes, um, the, the the education that that goes in there, the coaching, the the hands-on experience, all the certifications, all the hours in the classroom and on the field to prepare us to get out there to actually call good games. You know, a lot of people don't think about that, and nobody's out there officiating. Um, you know, nine to five. These aren't our full-time jobs um, for most people in this profession. We do it for the love of the game. And that's what got me out there. You know, just the love and respect that I have uh, for officials, you know, was a way to keep me close to it. In hindsight, I'm like, wow, you know, if I had done this early on, you know, I think I would have had a whole new perspective as an athlete on the field. But I used to line up against a, a, a young lady, I line up with on the same side with a young lady who was an official. And boy, she knew those rules and she used to keep uh, officials accountable <laughs> during the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it, it, it's, been a, it's been a great experience for me, though. Just keeping me out there close to it. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. You talked about the respect you had for people who did that. Um, listen, this is reality, so I ask you, how long did it take? Are you still working on it? And other women in, in that profession, how long did it take them to get the respect from the men who are doing officiating? 
Right. Yes. So I think that it's very important to be a part of an association where, you know, the men support you because, you know, that's who you see most of the time. And so they are allies for us. So, you know, they're like they're like big brothers and and father figures for us. And they want to make sure that we know it right. You know, I'm a part of GFOA and I just couldn't be more excited about the group of men that I work with. This is my second season. And I've already been out on the, the varsity field. Um, and, and a lot of times it's, it's situ- and that's because the shortage. I mean, there is such a serious shortage that anybody that's interested in officiating, you've got a chance to earn your way out on that field. Now, they're not just going to throw you out there and they don't think you're prepared. They're going to make sure that you're prepared. Um, and then they'll give you an opportunity to, to actually go out there and call a game. And they'll work you in. You know, um, somebody could go down and, and you've got to be ready. And I've been in that situation before, you know, where they may have pulled me off the clock or, you know, let's say that there's a running clock in fourth quarter and it'll give me an opportunity to get down on the field. I called my I um, called my first touchdown last year at Marist. Um, there, there was it was a running clock situation. And so I worked fourth quarter. That was my first time working a, a varsity game. And it was exciting. But I was prepared. They prepared me on, um, you know, like the middle school games or the JV games, getting out there, having that work in the classroom. And we meet weekly. Um, in, in my association, and and then I had my mentors uh, that I that I would work with Terry Brown and Kevin Williams. Um, shout out to those guys um, who were extremely um, important, played important roles in in me being prepared to get out on that field. So this is just my second my second season, and so you know if you're interested, you definitely have an opportunity to get get out there because the shortage is just man, it's. Is, is really impacting the game. Yep, yep. Had, had a lot of Thursday night games this year. I mean, this past week, a lot of Thursday night games uh, just so they have enough officials to go around. Folks, we're talking with Candace Mitchell, uh, who's done practically everything in the game of football. On the field, coach at Henry County High School, was an assistant coach, had the headset on on Friday night. Woman. Oh, she's just doing it all. But here's the thing. Flag football is here for girls. And I know if it was around when she was in high school, you would have been all over this. But thought, I thought would about, have been all over it. <laughs> thoughts about that and the fact that this week we got some great news about flag football and what is going to be included in something, you know, in the next few years. And maybe some of these young people who are playing now may have a chance to be Olympians. Yes, absolutely. I mean, this has been an exciting week for flag football uh, with them making the announcement early Monday morning, uh, last Monday morning that flag football was officially going to be in the LA 2028 games. And so, you know, in the world of football itself, people are so excited. You've even been hearing as far up as the NFL about guys being excited and some of them hoping that they can get a shot at it, (laughs) you know? So yeah, we're, we're really excited about um, flag football being officially um, a part of the Olympic Games. What do we got? Cricket, we got flag football, we got um, baseball slash softball, lacrosse, and squash. Yeah. Squash. I ain't never played no squash. You played squash? <laughs> no. I've had some for dinner. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, Candace uh, Mitchell joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I was curious about your thoughts, on because there's so many – other things we want to talk to you about. <laughs> I mean, really, because I was going to ask her about, you know, is she one of these athletes that unfortunately passed their prime and can't do it, but boy, wish they were born now watching what's going on in the WNBA. 
She got she got basketball oh. in her jeans, right? And I'm just yeah. wondering, you know, just the money that is now starting to trickle into that sport. But I want to ask you this. Yes. Take a second and talk about the people who who groomed you coming up. The family members, the names of those people that we may not that we may know here. Her that, little cousin. Her little cousin. All the family members that, her, that her, gave you that competitive edge when her, you get her, on the her field. Her little cousin court. is coaching over at Douglas. Yes. So, so in, in my family, you know, it was like you had no choice but to be exposed to sports and, and education and, and co- community service um, to, to Greek organizations because that's what we did in my family. And so um, a lot of the names, you know, a lot of people from Atlanta are familiar uh, with the Pritchett last name. Um, it runs very deep, um, you know, from my grandparents being involved um, in the school programs. Um, and then they had five kids and all of them were athletes. Uh, and not just, I mean, some phenomenal athletes, like pro-level type athletes. Hey, name them. Drop the names. <laughs> so we got Robert Pritchett, Walter Pritchett, Michael Pritchett, Stanley Pritchett, Augustus Pritchett. Yes, and then they all had kids, which would be me and my cousins. Um, yes, and so I, my cousin Stanley was in the NFL. Um, you know, most of my, my my the Pritchett boys that played at Clark Atlanta basketball, coached by their father Robert Pritchett. Um, you know, the the legacy goes on and. and Stanley Pritchett was, um, you know, an athletic administrator. He also coached um, basketball and football. These were my, were my mentors. My dad um, was very popular in um, in youth sports. Um, still to this day, being involved, he's kind of passed the baton to my daughter and then to a few other athletes that I even coached growing up, who've taken over that role um, that my dad used to play. Um, as far as coaching track and field in Atlanta, but these were my mentors uh, mm-hmm. close to me. Even even my brothers and their kids, um, my brothers have coached. Their kids are coaching. My <laughs> nephew is coaching. You know, I mean, this thing run deep. Yeah. It runs deep in, in, in my family, and they were my mentors uh, growing up. Greg, that's a heck of a conversation around the table at holiday time, right? I just like you, to have you, feed all them folks. You, <laughs> yeah, but the conversation. Big up to Stanley, who got the big win over Carver Friday. Yeah. I heard you had him on later uh, in the evening on Friday. So, you mm-hmm. know, we're really excited about what Stanley is doing over at Douglas. Fantastic. Before we let you go, we got we got to wrap up with you here. But there, there's flag football going on today, right, in town? Yes. Um, the women play flag football in, in Henry County at J.P. Mosley. And today we're going off um, into the rounds of uh, championship rounds. And it's, it's just really exciting. Um, the eight women's contact is a really powerful game. We, I talked to you before about the various uh, formats in flag football, but eight women's contact is like a really big deal. That's, that's, that's like the, the main event of flag football, you know, but more people are going to get familiar with, with fives because fives non-contact is, is what they're doing in the Olympics. But let me tell you that eight women's contact is something serious. <laughs> All right, all right. That's coming up today. Candice Mitchell, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Always great catching up Thank with you. Thank you, Candice. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, look forward to seeing you out there on Friday nights. Absolutely, guys. You guys take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3, you bet! Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.